Hello, and welcome back to our podcast series within the MOOC Use Work Essential. The topic of today is how to advocate for use work. And here we have Anna Yegoyan from Armenia, and she is a trainer and consultant in the use field in the ECA region. And uh, Federica De Michele, who is also a youth trainer and youth worker since 2004 in the youth field, and also she is a vice president of NINFEA. Hello. 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 So, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, very good. I'm very happy to be here on this podcast. Great. So, today we are going to talk about the advocacy. And maybe it will be logical to start from the question or from the explanation what advocacy is, yeah, as you understand in the work and especially in connection to youth work. So, Federica, maybe you can start. Yes. Um, I think uh, it's uh, really very connected for me, this question about what we are doing as an infair, because we are working on advocacy. And for us, advocacy means to ensure that everybody, in this case, uh, youth workers, have been heard and um, take seriously. And the rights also to, to be respected, the rights should be respected, but also to um, sometimes also advocacy for me is something that uh, allows people to raise questions about specific issues and topics. And also is um, in a way to make visible and understood certain issues and topics and to take in consideration. For me, and also the work that we are doing now, it's really an advocacy process, very important to make and to put on the table topics that are important, but are not recognized as important in certain moments. And this became very, very visible in these days during the pandemic and all the crisis, which there were topics that were emergency, and of course, they were higher in the let's say, in the political and the social uh, top list of the government, other things that were important for the civic society, but nobody was advocate for them, so they were not higher on the priority. So for me also, advocacy means to make higher things in the list, and the priority list, and then to ensure that everybody gets rights respected. Thank you, Federica and Anna. I know that you're also doing advocacy for many, many years. So, For me, uh, advocacy is uh, assuring that the voices of those that are affected by the decisions, policies, or certain programs are being taken into account while creating smallest or biggest changes. It can be changes at the level of programs and projects, it can be changes at the level of policies or even international development. For me, advocacy is empowerment. And for me, advocacy is a process rather than an end result. And very often, uh, advocacy is also about bringing to light those issues of more underrepresented groups. If we speak about advocacy in the context of youth work, in the youth field, for me, it is a priori advocacy on behalf of not only the field, but with a very active participation of the field, meaning young people and youth workers advocating for their rights and interests rather than policymakers and decision makers using uh, 
an opportunity to speak on behalf. So it's very important, the voice of the youth workers and young people, yes? Uh, and I think it's uh, what you both of you have told. And um, also when we talk about the use and field of use, we are talking about the right-based approach to advocacy. So can you explain what does it mean, this right-based approach to advocacy? I think, Anna, you already started to talk about it a bit. So maybe you can continue. Yeah, to me, a uh, general, uh, glo more global understanding of rights-based approach is uh, to demand or to advocate from the position of power rather than from the position of weakness and uh, ask on behalf of your rights and on behalf of uh, the obligations of those you ask from. So it's um, very important for me that uh, the right holders in this case, young people directly and youth workers are treated with a due respect and that their demands are not uh, considered as something that they uh, ask for and something that could be given or not, but rather than something that they are entitled to. So for me, very often what I see in my practice of uh, advocating in the field of youth and youth work is that sometimes uh, the duty barriers. Yeah, the decision makers consider youth work as a field where they have uh, a position where they could refuse young people something that they are entitled to. And I think when we speak about rights-based approach to uh, advocacy, especially in the field of youth, this is about regaining the balance between those in the position of power and those in the position of request, let's say. Thank you, Anna. Uh, Federica, um, do you want to add something? Because you also, as I understand, the NINFIA, when you created it, it also was about the rights of youth workers, no? And recognition of youth workers in Italy. So, yeah, can I you think, add something uh, about right-based approach? Yeah, I think it was joining what Anna was saying, uh, because um, for us, uh, this, uh, this was very important to integrating rights but also human rights uh, norms and principles uh, in the design and implementation and monitoring and evaluation all the advocacy pol policy. Because uh, what for us was important was not only to do advocacy, but also to define a methodology uh, to follow and to be sure that in this process of, of advocacy, as Anna said, we want just to, advoc uh, to advocate for something, but we wanted to create a process in which uh, uh, youth workers were uh, not only represented but were part of the process because we really believe that this uh, it's very important also based on recognition of rights and position in the society. And for us in this sense uh, was important to, it is important to work uh, on a participatory approach when we do advocacy. Sometimes it's a bit more frustrating because it's taking longer time and sometimes uh, um, you need to combine different positions. But this uh, allows us to really to be focused on which kind of rights we want to advocate for and not to assume or to, uh, in a way, 
uh, mirroring our understanding to other people, to the other people's needs. So this process for us is super important and we want also to bring this approach also to our, the, the stakeholders, to our the political world in a way that is also an approach that we have uh, to include everybody in the process to define topics, issues and the priorities that we are going to advocate and not to assume them from our understanding. Thank you. And then, uh, okay, it's a big effort, no? And it's really time consuming and uh, a lot of efforts usually put into it. But what are the benefits of advocacy can uh, have the use work? What we gain through this uh, long process? I think it's maybe to take a step back and to understand that the the general concept or notion of youth works throughout Europe is in very different places and in different regions and different countries or even within the countries there is a different need to advocate for youth work because the places where we start from are very different. In Armenia, for example, where I am based, we still advocate for the opportunity to have youth work recognized as a profession, to uh, recognize the youth worker as a individual and as a professional that should be paid for the work that they do to advocate for youth worker education and these agendas they will be very different from across the countries the regions and globally for a, a wider europe i think what uh, is the benefit of advocacy uh, in the field of youth is that youth work itself is feeding into different agendas of uh, countries or regions, and youth work is an undivisive part of general policies within the countries. So while advocating for youth work and advocating through youth work, we also advocate for different very essential services and different very essential processes of democratization, of equality and human rights within the countries. I think it is very important to continue advocating for youth work within the countries uh, to assure that there is a certain standard and certain recognition. But I also uh, personally have a lot of experience and see a lot of value in advocating for youth work at the European level when we are in a position to shape the policies of uh, European level to, to give a kind of equal standardized support also to different countries and to support the countries in their efforts to develop youth work as a field within their countries. Thank you, Anna, Federica. Maybe then what is the, if there is difference in Italy from Armenia and also maybe you can mention European youth work as you see it. Yes. Um, I think it's quite similar, my reflection of what Anna was saying in the sense that uh, um, for us, uh, or for, for us doing the, Advocacy at this moment, uh, it's a national level is really related to the recognition of the youth worker as a such, as a professionals, not uh, as a volunteer or without contract. So it's really related also to define the professional profile and also to advocate for a national law that could um, they could valorize also the non-formal education and the youth work. Uh, in the path uh, of growing of young people. 
because uh, there was a big discussion about the fact that we, if we just uh, advocate for the recognition of youth worker as a professional, as a such, without a framework, this would not have a sense. Um, so for us, advocate in this moment is to recognition and also to the power of act, because the fact that uh, youth work is recognized as an actor in the social life for young people will give them more power to intervention and also to shape local and national policies. But also advocate to youth work for us was also it's also linked to advocate for the role and the value of young people. Um, there are no so many policies in Italy, for example, that support young people as a such. So the fact that we advocate for youth working directly has an impact also to, says, to say that young people are super important at the center of the development of the civic society in our country. But also to advocate for quality because uh, we want also to be sure that, that the service and the providing to young people and to the local community has a certain standard. And this is a big open discussion about youth work and quality standard. Um, I think that advocate for youth work, and as, as Anna said already, is also opening a big discussion also to, to what, what to advocate, to, uh, which are the policies that we are inspiring to. And at, that moment, at this moment, for example, in Italy, we are just look to European policies, a European charter about youth work. And this is also where we are uh, getting inspiration and also we advocate at national level to implement the European um, recommendation about youth work and this gives us power and I think this work um, to advocate at national level connected to the European level is something that provides us power and in a way recognition because what we can say that maybe we are not recognized by national laws but we are recognized at the European level so we try to connect as much as possible these two levels uh, to develop a strategy that supports us in our advocacy. Uh, thank you very much. I know that both of you has a large experience and uh, also the, uh, like uh, Federica, like association that you have now in Italy of the youth workers are also full of people with a lot of experience. But uh, do you think that any youth organization or youth worker can get involved in advocacy? Uh, for example, who don't have a lot of experience, can they get there and uh, how they can do it maybe? What is the starting point for it? I think that uh, uh, doing advocacy is not something just for people with experience, but is really linked to identify what is important for me and uh, what I want to fight for, in a way, no? So I, we have uh, in our circle of, uh, uh, of organization, a smaller organization that are doing really powerful um, advocacy campaign or, or awareness campaign about specific topics. Um, and sometimes as much more powerful than us, <laughs> that because uh, having experience doesn't mean to have uh, competencies to do advocacy. So. Um, for, for us, uh, having new organization that does that are doing advocacy and are really um, powerful in also mobilize young people around them. This is very very important. If you ask me for, uh, about the first steps, I just uh, 
refer to our first step that was to recognize a group of people there was a need and then uh, as a group of people we started to define which were our needs and what what we wanted to start to advocate for in 25 two things that for us were very important and try to aggregate other people around this idea and to formalize them in an organization but before the organization we had a kind of 12 months more 18 months of work among the group of friends, group of professionals that recognized as having the same needs and they want they have the same wish to bring up on the tables of discussion some specific topics because we're linked to frustration, to what we are observing in the reality around us, and we wanted to uh, being more hurt and individually we cannot be hurt so we really strongly believe in the power of the group to be hurt and to and to also take responsibility because of course when you raise certain topics you get also the responsibility to bring up the discussion but also to stay in the discussion and sometimes to bring up on the political uh, level where sometimes you do not really feel comfortable but you learn a bit how to to get uh, in this discussion and at least to try to put some topic higher in the agenda. I, I, I wanted to say that uh, I think it's not that every organization or youth worker could, but they should get involved because the groups that we work with, groups of young people, their needs, their interests and aspirations are different, which means that we each as an organization or a youth worker individually represent a unique source of knowledge that could be contributing to the advocacy process. I think sometimes uh, youth workers and smaller youth organizations are a little bit afraid of this word advocacy because we tend to think this is something super formal. It requires you getting into a suit and sitting with decision makers at the same table which is not, uh, I mean, simply raising awareness about different issues, mobilizing resources. This is also types of advocacy, bringing awareness, uh, shaping agendas, demanding changes in very different informal ways is also uh, advocacy. And to start with, I think uh, what is now making our uh, experience in Armenia better in terms of advocating for youth work is mobilizing ourselves around different, um, as, as groups of youth workers, creating an informal association of youth workers, talking to each other, giving each other support, sharing knowledge. I think um, the more uh, actors are involved in a process of advocacy, the better. Of course, there should be also a very democratic process of decision making, democratic process of consolidation and making sure that our efforts are not going vain but have a certain uh, vision in front of us. But I think uh, advocacy should be inclusive. It shouldn't be exclusive to only those organizations and individuals that have certain expertise, but to everybody because each youth worker has a unique expertise that should be utilized in a process of democratic participation. Thank you very much. So then uh, any youth work organization can do it. Um, and uh, do you think that uh, there is a, some special competence needed to start to do it or where youth workers can develop these competences that are needed uh, for the advocacy? 
one thing that I was thinking while I was uh, listening is also for me it's also very important uh, to be able to create a network, stable network among uh, youth workers that could really contribute to create a wider impact on advocate. For me, it was really very inspiring during the COVID when we were trying just to really by chance, we open a, a possibility to meet on Zoom for youth workers that wanted to share a bit how they feel during the pandemic. Uh, was we were just a group of three of uh, youth workers that we know quite well, and we said, okay, we do this chat among us. Why don't open this possibility to share our feelings, our frustration, with our other youth workers? And we just uh, open a kind of event on Facebook, and we were thinking to collect ten people, and we ended up with more than hundred youth workers for all around Italy that they were share the same need to connect each other. Uh, we didn't know the majority of them. Uh, most most of them were young and with uh, not so much experience. And to us, this was really inspiring, this process of uh, connecting uh, youth workers together. Uh, even if we do not each other, even we have different experiences and different needs, but uh, uh, really invest time in create a network that allow us to be more aware about uh, how do we work, uh, what are our needs at national level, and how we can uh, then advocate for them. This network uh, uh, network and network competence for me that uh, was I, I was uh, taking for a grant, in reality is super important and is also need a lot of uh, work and care, a lot of care to make network to, to grow and to stay together and to communicate and to share information. Thank you very much for sharing this. Yes, uh, for me, it also was a very exciting example of uh, what has happened in Italy during the pandemic. So are you still um, existing as a network uh, after the pandemic is not over, but yeah. at least after the um, yeah, yeah. We, state when we had to stay at home? Yeah, we now for the summertime we suspended and now we will start again in September. Of course, the number decreased, increased because, of course, some people started to go out and to work and so on. Uh, but we also started to change the format. So we are proposing a kind of talk with some expert on a certain topic. And now we are opening a kind of a survey. Uh, the idea about the survey will be that we collect needs for uh, planning futures meeting, uh, more based on needs. And uh, some of the people were also now they are also now members of Nymphea. So also this was a good connection about different projects and plans that were growing at the same time that were connecting together. And uh, this, I think, was a big discussion that we had, that we need to really le learn how much is possible to work together and to create connection about existing things rather than creating others and to really uh, be stronger in this process, uh, to be less competitive and more cooperative. It is something that we say, but sometimes it's very difficult to apply. And this was a good discussion that we had. Thank you. Uh-huh, Anna, and what uh, about you? What are the competences you think that are needed for the advocacy? 
Uh, I couldn't agree more with Federica that networking and using the potential, existing potential, is probably uh, rule number one. And another thing I think that is very important is uh, collecting and very wisely using the evidence. I think it is extremely important that we, as a field, uh, put a lot of value in what we do. We collect its results and we are ready to showcase it or we have evidence on our hands. So um, I would say a kind of some basic uh, research data collection uh, skills are really essential because sometimes I see in Armenia, in Eastern Partnership countries, generally throughout Europe, how much of great work grassroots organizations are doing. But when it comes to showcasing, when it comes to advocating, their messages seem to be like uh, speaking about a single case rather than trends, rather than um, kind of traits of behavior or systemic errors. I think it's extremely important that we look into our work at the meta level sometimes and try to compile in the process some lessons learned, try to compile some useful evidence and data that we could use uh, to speak when it comes the turn to do advocacy work, because this is something that is extremely time consuming. It is difficult to do on the spot. And this is something that you should somehow have uh, do as a parallel to your normal general uh, practice in youth work. So I would suggest uh, youth workers, especially beginner youth workers, to look into uh, this aspect of their work and take pride in what you are doing and collect all these cases and evidences which can be later on in different creative ways used to make your point while you are doing a certain advocacy campaign. Thank you very much, Federica and Anna. Thank you very much for being with us today and thank you very much for sharing also your own experience. And I think there are, it was a lot of practical tips Thank you and uh, good luck with all the advocacy work and the huge work that you are doing uh, both on the national and local and on the international field. And uh, that was the podcast on advocacy and youth work and how to advocate for youth work. And see you online. Thank you and bye.